This is the Busy People Podcast hosted by Nicole Hope and Victoria Albuquerque. Dropping knowledge on all things health, wellness, and lifestyle because you're never too busy to learn something new. crap what an amazing human what being. an inspiration for real I yeah. feel like I need to go I'm not doing enough in my life something like this guy is <laughs> it's amazing. changing the world and his wife too yes yes so you got everyone knows we love wellness around here and this company LO um, is just phenomenal yeah speaking with Ari today we discuss his journey creating a customized health company um, and they specifically use biomarkers and biomarker uh, testing to address chronic health conditions in America. I think like the point is it's all about being proactive. So they're trying to help us stay healthy instead of trying to remedy when we aren't healthy. So um, and I thought it was really cool that basically you get your own personal dietitian who's keeping you on track. Um, it sounds amazing. I think like he's going to talk about it's like the future of healthcare so um just tune in and check it out check it out hey everybody welcome back to another episode of the busy people podcast um we're so lucky today we're here with ari tula the co-founder and ceo of the smart nutrition service ello um, whose mission is to transform food from leading cause of disease to medicine. So Ari, thank you so much for joining us. No, thank you. Great to be here. Awesome. Well, hoping um, you can maybe introduce yourself a little bit and then give us some insight into what led you to dedicate your life to nutrition and, and ultimately starting your company, Ello. Yeah, certainly. I, I'm from, uh, from Finland. Um, it's a small, small country in northern Finland. Many people maybe never been there, but you know, it's uh, this time of year you barely have any sunlight. So um, sometime, long time ago, I escaped to to California and uh, been in the Bay Area for the last fifteen years. And uh, my background, I have a kind of two track. I was uh, an athlete uh, in my youth, and and I'm still trying to be an athlete as much as I can. Um, I'm never really getting very good at it, but you know, it's a lifelong thing for me. Second, I've been, uh, I've been involved in, in tech in many levels over the last uh, plus 20 years. Um, first, in, in video games, I, I, I worked about 10, 15 years in building video games and playing video games. I was uh, one of the early people in the world who made money by playing video games in, in mid-90s already in high school. And um, the last uh, 12 years, I've been working in, um, in the healthcare, so I, I built a uh, uh, now three companies in healthcare: um, Better Doctor, Quest Analytics, and uh, and then lately Elo. And why I work and why I care about health as an area and nutrition is that um, uh, my wife had health issues uh, for for a long time, over 20 years ago. She had a thyroid tumor that was uh, luckily taken out early, and uh, but it led into autoimmune diseases, hormonal. Imp- imbalances and it, it made it very difficult to get pregnant so we fought that for many years uh, it took about 10 years to get pregnant and um, nutrition was the uh, vehicle that healed her and um, now later you know I, I decided to build a company around uh, helping people 
to get the right nutrition at the right time and um, make it very easy for people. So that's kind of the, the backbone of ELO. It's all about uh, trying to make food and turn food into medicine. That sounds amazing. And I am love the wellness space. Uh, we focus on a lot of wellness here. And I think like a buzzword that's around is biomarker testing. And I know that is also connected to your company. So do you want to explain for really people who don't know what bio- biomarker testing is at all, kind of what that means? Yeah, I think we'll we start even there. start by, by, by defining what, uh, what, the, what is the nomenclature for the word biomarker. I mean, you hear it a lot lately and, um, and biomarkers usually tend to mean things like, you know, your blood test. Um, it could be the urine sample or it could be your fecal sample. It could even be like your hair follicle or your, your saliva that you are sending to 23andMe or somebody who does a DNA analysis. Uh, but in the books of ELO, uh, biomarkers can also be digital. So if you have an Apple Watch or you have an Aura Ring or you have a you know, Whoop or whatever, that is also creating biomarkers about your sleep or your heart rate or HRV. You might look at even a scale. That's a biomarker, your weight. And um, now you have uh, glucose monitors who are looking at your glucose levels. So we are collecting more and more data about our bodies every day. And uh, what happened in the last, um, let's say, like two and a half years because of COVID is that um, a lot of the biomarker collection, it went from the, the lab. You used to have to go to the Quest labs or your, your hospital's lab to, to be blood drawn. And now many of the things you can do at home uh, by pricking your finger and, and you know, dropping a couple drops of blood on a, on a piece of collection device or paper and then send it to a lab that they can test it out. So we are in a world now where we are moving more and more in a direction where more of the testing can be begun, at least at home. And um, we all have done this no swap for COVID too many times. We know that you can also collect your saliva from your nose or bugger, whatever you call it. And then you can test it right then and there at home and get a positive or negative response. So that's the future. And I think, you know, Elo is really tapping into that new world where more data is happening and being collected. Uh, but the, the problem really is that, you know, a lot of the data, if you have like a Fitbit or you have an Apple Watch, what do you do with the information that you walk 5,000 steps or 10,000 steps? How do we turn that into the meaning? So one of the key pieces that we're trying to kind of tackle at Elo is that how do we convert that piece of data into actionable thing? go from so what to then what like what do i do now about this and that's what we try to answer and that sounds like really reshaping the healthcare system because if we don't have to go you know we're used to going in for a blood work panel at the doctor they only test for certain things obviously we know um, and it's limited really and so this is opening up a whole new world for us as the client um, but how else do you see that shifting with the healthcare system? Yeah, I think the healthcare system today is um, uh, is a very problematic. Uh, first of all, because we only focus on helping people when they already are sick. So ninety percent, ninety nine percent of the money almost is spent on after you've been diagnosed with having an illness. We spend hardly any money in the system on helping people to stay healthy. And um, I mean, mm-hmm. you you likely know, and many listeners know that 
today the healthcare system in, in the US is based on this idea of fee for service. So we have a system where the health insurance company or you or government, Medicare, Medicaid, will pay for the colonoscopy or the blood test or, you know, you know, you cast for your broken leg and, and so forth, uh, or medications that you are getting. But we don't really do much in the beginning. So my hope and my why I work on these things and I invest in companies in this space that are trying to do things that could actually help people avoid getting sick in the first place. I mean, I mean, almost yeah. all of us, we likely have gone to a doctor office and you do the blood work, you are testing your cholesterol and maybe you test for your A1C, the, the blood biomarker for diabetes. Um, maybe, you know, even like you have done your own like vitamins and minerals and whatever you have tested. But often the case is that your doctor is going to tell you, you are okay. And then one day they're going to tell you, now you are over the limit and uh, you are chronically sick and we need to medicate you. So how can it be that, you know, I've been working with the doctor for a decade and we've been testing many times and suddenly overnight I'm sick. Like, why couldn't you warn me about doing something about it? And that happened to me personally. I've been very active on testing my, my blood data for the last 10 years every quarter. Very few people do that. I'm one of those silly people who do it. And, you know, not long ago, maybe maybe three years ago, I went to Kaiser Permanente here in San Francisco. And Kaiser is one of the most reputable places in the world on, on healthcare. But, you know, they take my blood in a, in a venipuncture and the data comes back and my A1C, my diabetes marker is 5.9. I'm pre-diabetic. And I was like, how can it be that, you know, I've been testing 5.5, 5.6, 5.4, for the last decade on every quarter, and suddenly you have an off value. So I was like, let's do another test. And they test me again and I'm 5.5. So there's a one test out of a 15 tests, 20 tests that was off. And then they labeled me pre-diabetic and they started to talk to me about, you know, do, do I need to change something or have medications? So what, what if, you know, that would have been right. my first test, 5.9, and they would have been medicating me. Like how silly would that be? And that happens a lot. Right. So I tell everybody that, you know, if you see an odd value, ask another test, because often it can be an error in the test, not a problem you have. But we just need to focus more into the prevention before we we can get this healthcare back on track. Yeah. And it's interesting because when my doc, uh, so the, my doctor that I go to, she talks about um she has an interest in holistic health and just other ways to stay healthy and not just like, like you said, put a bandaid on it. But she talks about the fact that they weren't, you know, they weren't trained to do that. So they're trained to fix after there's already an issue. So she has gone on her own exploratory path. And I'm so thankful I found her because she has like a mix of kind of a holistic, you know, mindset, but she's rooted obviously in her science. But, um, but I think she, you know, she said like a lot, most doctors just aren't trained like that. And they don't, they don't want to take the time to go in on their own, you know, research to change the way they think, cause they're so stuck in their ways. So, um, and obviously we are, <laughs> we're the ones who have to deal with that. So, um, let's go back to the bio, the biomarkers and are there specific ones that, 
you would say are foundationally important or for optimal performance, optimal health, um, just being proactive and maintaining good health? Yeah, I mean, the, the panel we we did develop for ELO um, is today, I think, a relatively good foundational biomarker test. And if you go to a smart, uh, conscious doctor or holistic doctor, they will likely collect um, about the same panel. So we are looking at the, the lipid panel, uh, cholesterol, HDL, LDL, triglycerides, the A1C for the, bio, the diabetes biomarker. We are looking at vitamin D, vitamin B. We are looking at ferritin. Um, we are also looking at uh, homocysteine for inflammation. That's a pretty good broad panel to understand roughly uh, if there's something wrong. Today, you can do about uh, maybe 55 to 70 different biomarkers. Um, and out of those, most you can do at home, collect it with the system we have. But the problem is that you have a kind of limit. Think about it in a way that you have an amount of blood you can collect at home. It's limited. And then there's a, you know, uh, a cost of testing. So every, every test has a cost um, implication. So you could probably do up to 15 or 20 tests at the, at the home collected blood. Um, if you go to a lab, like you would normally go to Quest or LabCorp or your hospital lab, they will, they will need to draw 15 or 10 vials of blood if you don't do that many biomarkers. So it's like they're going to take a lot of blood out of you. And one thing that people don't normally know is that uh, you don't need the whole vial to test like uh, the one test they do, for example, your lipid panel. They actually only need like one fiftieth of that blood, but they take the whole vial anyway because that's how things are always done. So there's this sort of a misty numerator in a way that people think that you know you need so much blood to to test the biomarkers. And I think you know the the most meaningful things for me, I mean, that I add on top of the testing we do today, um, and these are the tests that we are adding going forward at some point, but. I mean, for men, I mean, I'm 45 soon. Um, testing my, you know, testosterone is probably a pretty good idea. I mean, for women, looking at some of the hormones, like the thyroid hormone test. Uh, for men, I think of my age, uh, looking at the prostate cancer test might be a good idea. So there are a lot of things you can do now that you can do even at the convenience of your home. Uh, but I think for me, the the key point of recommendation I have for everybody is that if you don't have a baseline data, then something like what I explained about my A1C can happen to you. What if you do the first time and you have no idea what you had, what values you had before? So I recommend everybody to, to test at least once a year. And um, if your doctor is not recommending it or telling you to do it, you can go to your doctor and say that I really want to test. And usually you get your payer, your insurance company to pay for it. So they can do that, but they, they are not offering it for you automatically. Yeah, um, I've had experience with that as well. So, when for your for Ello, um, it's an app, as you said, right? And so, if I wanted to test at home, um, and I got a baseline and I figured out, you know, whatever, and then is it connected now to supplements? You provide supplements, or are you like, what's the next step? Yeah. So, the, how the Ello Ello system works today. Um, we have uh, we have two products today, and we have we have many more coming. I can't talk about them yet, unfortunately. But you know, two products are uh, <laughs> custom-made supplements for you based on your uh, blood biomarker data, uh, your health questionnaire, pretty thorough understanding about your health, medications you do, uh, how you eat, 
Um, and then we also offer um, Smart Protein, which is a, a recovery protein based on data from your wearable devices. Think about like your Peloton or your Apple Watch or Fitbit or whatever you use. We can connect that to Elo and you get the right protein blend based on optimized for your uh, recovery based on what you do. And after every exercise in a protein case, you get the reminder on how much protein you need after your exercise. It's a pretty cool new idea we invented. Wow. Uh, but for the supplements, so we take, um, you sign up to Elo at elo.health and um, you pay today, uh, I think it's 99 bucks a month. That is a cost for getting the testing, getting coaching and getting supplements. So we send you a kit of, uh, I, I have a kit here. So you get the kit uh, at home. You, you drop there a few drops of blood. You send it to our lab. We test it. And then we connect you with, uh, with the dietitian who is working with you directly one-on-one and we'll get you the right uh, supplement plan. And then we send you uh, the supplement plan in a, in a convenient you know, package that they come in, in a daily package with you know, pills. And uh, that is all, almost, that's always automatically then you know, updated after every test we do again. Uh, or if you have feedback or if there's some other data coming from wearable device or your questionnaire. So it's like a, a live thing that is automatically modified to you to optimize your health. And the idea really is that uh, we want to find the nutrient gaps you have and then fill them. And with taking supplements, um, you know, because like, for example, and I don't like taking a probiotic or whatever, let's just say that. How do people know that the supplements are actually working for them? Like, do you in the next test, are you like, are we looking for improvement? Is it just based on? how we feel, you know what I mean? Because I feel like people, like I switch my probiotic here and there, and sometimes I don't know. I'm like, how do I know if this is working for me, actually? I think, yeah, I think probiotics, yeah. um, we offer, you know, a few different ones. And it's, um, it's a pretty difficult thing to know because there's no, like, a, we could do a, um, you know, test on your, on, your, on your poop and, you know, test it out and then sequence that and see your microbiome development. But even that is a very, very new science. I don't think we really know what to look for because your, your microbiome is about 10 to 20 times more complicated than your DNA. And the DNA we barely understand. <laughs> so it will take another maybe five right. to 10 years before we really know what to look for. And um, so if you take something, let's say a simple example, like my, um, I, I never did supplements before I started the company. And, um, you know, I had been tested quite often, but I wasn't tested for the vitamins and minerals. And, and then we realized that my vitamin D level was uh, at 15 or 14 and had been that low for a long time. But my doctor never alarmed me about it. And the real levels would be in like 60s or 70s, much, much higher. And um, of course, my team, they then built me the plan and I started to eat the supplements. I got my vitamin D up to, you know, 40. And, and then we realized that it's not moving as quickly as, you know, you would expect based on what the science is telling. And then they took my, my team took my, my DNA. I had been sequenced before with 23andMe. They took my DNA SNPs and analyzed them and found out that I actually have a mutation in my DNA that makes me a poor metabolizer of vitamin D. So you, you don't know that if you look at the DNA, you know that I have, I, I have likelihood of having that mutation. But when we collected the, the blood data and then saw the impact of the vitamin D, they were able to say for sure that I have that mutation. And I had to be 
supplemented at a much higher dose. And then I got the numbers up to the 70, whatever they are now. And I felt different. So I, I was like, wow, that's, there's something unique about this in a way that when you actually measure uh, ongoingly, you will be able to do the right things. Um, so if you have, you know, B vitamin, uh, B12, for example, many, many women, especially who are vegan, they have low B, B vitamin. Uh, many people have low vitamin D, almost 90% of people have low vitamin D when they come to LO. Uh, many women have low iron. Um, that's a very common problem. And that, what happens if you have low B12, low vitamin D, low iron, you're going to feel tired. And when, yeah, low exactly, energy. when you up those numbers and you know, you, you feel different. So yes, you, you can feel it and you should feel it, but we can also measure it and show you the data, um, six months after six months. And, you know, 90% of people who come to LO, they have something improving on their biomarkers. I, I'm not claiming that. It's only because of the backpack of bills you have, but it's also because you have a dietitian who can help with, help and work with you one on one. How many people have a dietitian they work right. with? Very, very few, if any. And um, it's really life changing for me when I can talk to somebody. I can open the LO app and just ask a question. I take a photo of a food product and I ask. Like I can do that every day, and that's part of the service. That's so awesome. it's been really, really powerful. Yeah. And I think the bigger impact for people. So we have some people who came into LO, and they had real issues in their health. And uh, we were able to help them to fix them, not because, you know, we give you a couple of pills, but because you, you changed your behavior. Right. And if we don't have our health, what do we have? Honestly, right? I mean, it's the most important, but people don't want to put the money into it. It's just so interesting. Um, I just have a quick question also, because I know third party testing is important to people who are buying supplements and whatnot. So would you mind just talking to that a bit? Yeah. So, so there's a, if you think about um, supplements today, and, you know, I'm from, I'm from Finland, like I said, and, you know, if I look from my, my lens, you know, in, in Finland or in Europe overall, not, not many people eat supplements. Like it's maybe every, you know, maybe five, maybe four or three people in 10 ever eat supplements. And if they do, they do like maybe vitamin D and, and fish oil. Um, in, in US, 58% of adult population is eating supplements on a weekly basis. 58%, 125 million people. So we are talking about is is as common almost as brushing teeth. <laughs> I mean, I don't think everybody brushes teeth either. So it's really common, and uh, people have a high degree of belief in this idea that you know I don't get everything from my diet. I need to supplement. And looking at the data today that we are seeing at Elo on thousands of people, I mean, ninety percent walk into the Elo when they have something on red or yellow. So I think that the fact of life is that we do have gaps that we don't get today from our food. We eat food that can be too processed. It can be, you know, depleted of nutrients. The way we cultivate food is not the same as before. So th there is a place for the supplements. But then when you go to the store, like you go to even Whole Foods um, or, you know, Safeway, any, any bigger store you go, you're going to have, you know, aisles of supplements. You can go for looking at like, vitamin D or probiotics, there might be 50 to 100 different options. Like, how do you know what to buy? Are you going to buy the expensive thing that is promoted by some, you know, famous person on the TikTok? Or are you going to buy something that is maybe, you know, the, the, the white label from the, from the store? You don't really know. So what did we do at LO? We wanted to make it easy for our members to trust us. So we test every product in our own or third-party lab that we, you know, pay a lot of money to test them. And 
we have tested products that we couldn't take into our formulary. They were not good enough. We tested products that are not what they should be. So there's a lot of, you know, uh, unsavory players in the market. And, and we try to be transparent on what we do. Um, so that's why I think it's really important to have uh, at least understanding what are you putting in your mouth. And just one point about this that's kind of interesting. So when new members come to ELO, like I said, we are asking about the medication. We are asking about what do they supplement today. And for many people, if not most people, we have to tell to stop, stop doing what they do because they are harming themselves. So we have people coming in, some people who've been supplementing vitamin D, for example, because, you know, you might have heard about, the, you know, when the COVID started, that vitamin D uh, deficiency is maybe making you more prone uh, for COVID. So people read that and then they're like, well, maybe I just shovel up, you know, as much vitamin D as I can. Then they come to ELO and we test the blood and they have a toxic level of vitamin D. They are eating like five times too much. So that's often the case that, you know, people read a blog post or they see a TikTok or they listen to a podcast and then they hear about something and then they put that into their mind and then they do what they were told, but that might not be at all the right thing for them to do. So there's a lot of, you know, harm happening today uh, where people do too much and the wrong things. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you there. I think, well, one, it can be really overwhelming, as you were mentioning, for most people. Um, even for myself, going into Whole Foods or wherever and seeing all of these options and not knowing where to start. Um, and even when your doctor tells you you're vitamin D deficient, well, are you taking 5,000, 1,000? Like, you just don't know. Um, and then the other part that you mentioned, I think is really important to talk about and why third-party testing is so important is what social media has done now where so many people are putting their name to a product and people trust that person or like that person um, and are purchasing these and who knows what it's doing to them. So um, yeah, I love what you guys are, are doing there at LO. Um, so let's talk about if somebody wanted to sign up for LO tomorrow, they get the kit, they get their supplements, they get started. How, how long is the testing phase? Yeah, so the, we test people in the beginning and, uh, and then we are testing next time. It depends a bit, but you know, after 90 days or 180 days. And um, we've been testing, you know, having a 90 day cycle. And now after doing, you know, thousands of these, we, we are thinking that about the 180 day, like every six month cycle is the perfect cycle because then you will have an impact on your, your biomarkers. So of course, you know, uh, for many people, many of us, we, are we have anxiety. We, we are anxious. We, we want to see outcomes immediately. Yeah. So, you know, for some people it's too, too rarely. Um, but in the end, you know, to impact the real biomarkers that are health related, like the cholesterol and A1C, you, you need to spend some time. It won't happen overnight. Um, some other ones that, you know, some people are testing, like, you know, we have a lot of people are testing ketones. We don't do ketone testing today, but, you know, that's day, day by day because you, you are either keto or you are not in keto. Same goes to some of the hormones like uh, cortisol. Cortisol is your stress hormone. So, you know, you guys ask me a tough question, my, my level go up. So it's like <laughs> hour by hour. And um, some of these things, you know, it doesn't make any sense to test. Like one thing I, I'm very skeptical myself is that people are testing like um, the fasting glucose. I mean, nobody is fasting before the test 
because you know if you have the test at noon you're not going to be fasting all the way to noon so people eat something and then you get the faulty test and uh, and it's even like funny thing that you know uh, blood pressure um you all have been there you go to the doctor's office they put the cuff on and you know people have a fear of of the white coat or people walk upstairs to the office and there was a study done by somebody that you know if the if the office floor is a third floor or higher and you had to walk there people are coming up with a much higher rate of blood pressure because they have right. to walk up there <laughs> and and it's just funny like you know my I, I i do blood pressure testing at home and my my numbers are 10% lower at home than they are at the office of a doctor yeah. because you know you are kind of in a situation that you don't really like to be there yeah i i've absolutely noticed that for myself as well um so it sounds like people should really be ready to commit to this for the long haul so they can you know see results over time do you see that that people are are seeing results right away as well i guess it like you were mentioning it depends on what you're testing what you're looking for yeah so in it's a good question and i think we are we are getting better at that and uh, we've been working a lot with our members on like what are the right um, questions to ask because i mean if, if you think about your health um and this may sound silly or simplistic but the most impactful thing almost you can do to yourself is to do a question every morning you wake up you you put your feet to the ground and you ask yourself am i feeling bad okay or good if you answer that question every morning you are starting to track your health and that tracker is very indicative of your health broadly as well so we do feel if we are off or somehow bad so when you do the L protein, for example, today, you do a training and we recommend you to take the protein. You do it, you mark it in the app. Then next morning, we ask you, are you feeling sore? Are you feeling stressed? And, and other questions. And then we are starting to collect a feedback loop that happens not, not every six months or every month, but every few days. And then giving that data back to you will start to give you input about this. But there are, I mean, people are different. So the funny thing is that, you know, men like, like me, we suck at feeling how we feel. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe you know this already, you can laugh already a bit, but you know, the fact of life is that men, especially most people don't know if they are thirsty or hungry. And what we end up doing often, we end up eating when we are thirsty. We could have a, like a glass of water, we'd be fine. And we end up eating the pizza, whatever we do, silly stuff. Women are much more prone to feel their body. So my wife, for example, after having all these health issues and having been pregnant multiple times, I mean, she is very attuned to herself. She can feel like my kidney is hurting now. I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> so it really depends on a person by person. And, and, and I think, you know, in the world of supplements and food and, and many things, there's a lot of placebo. And, but, you know, we need to accept the fact that placebo can be very, very positive thing for us. I mean, our mind, we don't know how it works, but somehow our mind and the positivity can heal us. I mean, you've probably seen like, you know, relatives or people who got very sick, maybe they're old age. And some of them, you know, felt that they have still, they want to live. They, they want to go forward and they lived. And then you have other ones who just lost it maybe their their spouse already had died and they said i'm done and then they die i mean it, the mind is keeping us alive in a way i couldn't agree with you 
more on that. A positive mind frame can shift everything. Um, but I also agree with you in that, like, oftentimes people don't even know they're not feeling good until they start feeling good. And I feel like we've talked about this before on, on the podcast. Um, but even just being able to know, oh, I have a headache, I- I'm tired, or I'm thirsty, I need water, or I need sunlight, like getting really in tune with your body is, is so important to realize that. Um, and I guess kind of looking at it from a holistic perspective, um, what are some of the other things that you recommend to clients? I love that you have a dietitian that they get to work with, but in addition to the supplements and the protein, are there lifestyle changes that they need to implement as well? Yeah, I mean, I'm, um, I, if I'm, I accidentally happened to have an aura third <laughs> on. Um, I, I, I was lucky to be one of the early investors in the company, and, and they are from my hometown in Finland, so I've known That's the company awesome. for a decade. And, and, you know, having one ring, you know, for seven or eight years now with, with data from every night, um, and having been involved in the you know, early testing of the product with them and, and different type of data in the sleep lab and stuff like that. So I... I think the, 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 the low-hanging fruits, I think, for health are really sleep. Because if you sleep better and you are recovering better, you will be, you're going to eat less, you're going to gain less weight, um, you're going to be less stressed. And there was a study um, done recently by, by one big company who has a logo that is like a fruit, um, they, they realized basically that uh, the, the biggest impact for recovery and sleep is to go sleep earlier. Nothing else matters. It, you can have like a, I mean, I, I recommend and everybody should have a good environment, quiet, maybe earplugs, dark, cool, cool enough, maybe do a hot sour before. You know, I do, I do, you know, some kind of like a magnesium, you know, supplementing when I go sleep. I do my my yoga nitra, I do my, you know, physiological sigh. I have a process I've been doing for a long time and I sleep really well. I get 95 scores and aura every night. But just to have the fact, you know, if I go sleep at 10 or 10.30, I'm going to kill it tomorrow. If I go sleep at midnight, I suck. So it's that simple in a way. So sleep and recovery is the key factor for the good health. Um, and the second one, in my opinion, is, uh, is, is eating right and drinking and, and just doing it properly and eating and you know nutrition and the sleep they go hand in hand like i i, I rarely ever eat after 7 p.m uh it makes all the difference i have really not drunk a lot of alcohol since i started to track my sleep because i mean you see that you know if you drink alcohol even two glasses of wine for dinner will destroy my REM sleep and if you yeah. don't have REM sleep you are not you're not creative and you know my my role is to build new companies you know do new things invent new ideas so if i if i'm not creative i can't do that yeah so those are two aspects and then i you know i'm an athlete i'm an addicted um, i'm gonna go on a long bike ride just after we finish this i have to train almost every day i've done that for all my life and it's just it's just my addiction i get the dopamine i get my balance from there if i don't do it for a week i feel miserable but you don't need to be like, you know, going for the triathlon. You don't need to go for the 100 mile bike ride. Go out, walk, go hug the trees, be outside, move your body, even stand. That's important. But I don't think anyone, nobody needs to run a mile or even, a, you know, walk 10 miles a, a day 
as long as you move a little bit. But if Movement, you get to sleep yeah. and, the, and, the, and the nutrition right, you're going to be fine. Yeah, I think that's really a recurring theme. I'm sure, Nicole, you would agree that everybody that we talk to, sleep, nutrition, um, and movement is so, so important. You mentioned not eating after seven. So I'm really curious. This is like a debate my husband and I have all the time about fasting and how to incorporate that. So um, would you consider that what you do fasting? Is that something that you recommend to people or what are your thoughts? Um, I, when I don't train um, early in the morning, which is not most days I do, if I don't, I'm likely fasting until 11.30 and I have, have lunch. Um, so I'm going to do the kind of intermittent fasting there. Um, it, it is, I think, a good way for a lot of people to control the, the eating window. Because if you have a shorter window, you just can't shovel more calories in your mouth. Uh, that's a simple way to, to stay slim. Um, but also, I think it gives you... Um, I, I've been in a little bit of a, like a keto mode for many years. And that type of diet helped my wife, you know, many years, 15 years ago already. So I'm a big believer in that concept. I'm, I'm invested in companies like Verda Health that is saving people with a keto diet uh, from diabetes. But one thing I, I, I can't say that uh, intermittent fasting has like a significant impact in human health. It's more like a good hack for some people to control their food and weight. Right. But what I believe a lot more is uh, prolonged fasting. So I, I did the first uh, seven-day fast uh, almost 20 years ago. And uh, today I, I fast uh, uh, five days uh, every quarter. And um, I usually use the Prolon fasting uh, system where you get a little bit calories so it doesn't feel so bad. And Walter Longo invented this for cancer patients. And it really is, I think, a wonderful way to learn and start. So Prolon is the company and you pay about 150 bucks uh, to get a box that has enough food for five days and they give you guidance how to do it it's very controlled very safe and it is life life changing i think for, for many people and and i've been promoting them for a long time and i think that is a really really great idea um so five days uh fasting four times a year i mean you're gonna likely add five ten years of your life that's amazing yes thank you for that so I think that we have a really good idea about LO and the importance of just taking care of ourselves and our health. But um, is there anything that we didn't cover that you wanted to bring up to our audience or something else that we may have missed? Well, I think, you know, the like LO is about food as medicine. And, you know, somebody might listen to this and think it's funny that, you know, we work in, a, in pills and powders. <laughs> And um, of course, you know, our goal in the long term is to is to uh, build a system that can, you know, maybe control all the nutrition. The, the dilemma is that um, we are living in a world today that is really complicated when you eat. You know, where do you eat? If you map your week, you're going to eat home, you're going to order in, you're going to you're going to order online. Um, many times you are in a position that it's very difficult for you to know what you are eating and what the food is where you are. And no matter how good you are at you know, keeping track or whatnot, you're going to be ending up in positions that you're just don't, not going to know what the food is. So we, we've been looking at that for a long time. And, and one thing that I think is a good news for many people who want to be perfect is that uh, today the diet that most people eat who get sick 
uh, if you put it from like zero to hundred, it's like forty. It's like completely wrong. And if you eat like a sixty to seventy percent diet, you're gonna likely live eighty years old or ninety years old. If nothing like you are not unlucky and you know you get a cancer because of pollutants or genetics or whatnot, but you don't need to be perfect. And what I recommend to everybody and what our coaches are recommending to, to you if you sign up to ELO is often that, you know, focus on the breakfast. Uh, do the beginning of the day right. Get the breakfast right. Maybe do fasting. Don't do the bagel and, you know, something sugar. Uh, rather do an omelette. Rather do like a protein smoothie, low glycemic, low uh, carbs. And, and then do a lunch and, you know, go for the salad. It can be a salad with, you know, salmon or even with meat. Uh, and then do the dinner, not too late, but do whatever you like. Don't worry about it. Like, you don't need to be perfect. Like, I think the dinners can be your time. Don't worry about it. But get the beginning of the day right. Because behavior change is almost impossible if you are trying to change the afternoon, the evening. The, the day goes by, you get tired, you get busy, you have your life. Morning, you control something. Like, do the things in the morning. Like, we recommend take the pills in the morning. You know, do the th good things in the morning and get in the right mode. And then don't worry about the afternoon or evening. I think that's really good advice because I know people just feel overwhelmed with trying to change everything at once and then nothing changes. So doing one small thing, incorporating a new habit, like you said. I mean, we did a episode on, on goal setting and she was talking about habit stacking. So like when you make your coffee or whatever you drink in the morning, also have your supplements there or have your journal there or whatever, you know, and just get that, get that started, like same thing in the morning and just start your day off. Right. So I think that's really good advice. You don't have to be perfect, but start somewhere with something small, a small change. Right. Um, so we always ask our list. We always ask our guests if um, they have a mantra or like an affirmation, something that keeps you motivated. So is there any type of affirmation that you have for yourself that keeps you motivated during the day? Um, I have. Um, so my, my wife is um, she did a long uh, career in, in the environment. Uh, you know, she's running the Green Party of Finland and um, was involved in the, in the Paris Agreement when they was doing that. And later, she worked on like with big companies, helping them to become more sustainable. And last, you know, five years, she's been working with Marie Kondo, helping people to do the KonMari consulting and KonMari, you know, method at home. And she's much more happy, you know, working people with one on one or one family at a time and helping them. And when um, she's really been helping me to kind of get um, this idea um, that, you know, Power of Now is a, is a great book from Edgar Toll. And the idea of, you know, living in a moment. And uh, if you look at my screensaver here, it says, what's the most important thing now? And that's kind of my mantra always, like, what can I do um, that is the biggest impact right then and there? And, you know, as a CEO for a long time, I mean, my focus always to unblock other people. I can get my stuff done, but I might have 30 people who are waiting my command or waiting my unlocking them. So that's one thing. And, and the other thing, I think, not as a mantra, but I've been a rock climber for uh, 30 years almost. And I, I, I climb four times a week. I compete in, in rock climbing still at the old men's category. Not very well, but, you know, try. <laughs> and um, but I'm really serious. With I mean, it's a serious thing for me. And um, every night, and a lot of people have like a, like a practice, mindfulness practice. For me, 
every night I go sleep, I'm going to climb the rock. I'm going to solve a boulder problem every night before I go to sleep. And, and that's my mantra. And it's keeping me sane for the last maybe 15 years now, every night. And um, then the you know, next day, like, like today later, I'm going to go and climb a, climb a boulder problem that I was solving last night. I'm going to go there and I know I can do it in the first try because I built it into my muscle memory in the same way as a gymnast, you know, would do their repertoire. So those are two things that I, I really um, love myself. Those are super motivating. I love them. Staying in the present moment, I think, is so important. And we've talked about that a lot on the podcast as well. So thank you for sharing both of those. Um, and thank you for being such a change maker, you and your wife. It's amazing. You're inspiring. So we appreciate you. Um, can you tell us and our guests how people can connect to you, um, connect to Ello, or you know, get started on the program or follow you if they want to see your journey? Yeah, I can be found on... Um on uh, Ari Tulla uh, on Google and, and different social mediums. And I think the only one with my name, so I'm, I'm easy to find. And um, and uh, <laughs> then, you know, you can find Elo at Elo.health, not Elo.com, but Elo.health and Elo.health also on Instagram and other social networks. And um, you can go to the website, you can sign up today, it's 99 bucks for the supplements, uh, 59 bucks for the protein, uh, the supplements are not yet available in New York. We have um, the blood testing is very, very complex in New York, as my people might know. So it will take us a little bit more time. I hope sometime this year we can finally open New York um, for the testing as well. But I would love to, you know, get feedback if you uh, decide to try Elo. Send feedback to us. We we love to work with people and build a better system based on what they what they think. Thank you Thank so much, you, Ari. That's we right. really really appreciate it. This was fantastic. Cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. Excited to check it out more. Um, we'll stay connected and thank you so much for spending some of your time with us. Go enjoy your bike ride. <laughs> it's dark here in New Jersey now, so it's bed, yeah. bed for us, I think. Thanks. Cool. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Busy People Podcast. You can find highlights from today's episode in the show notes. Please support us by sharing this episode, leaving a rating or review, and subscribing to the show. And to catch all the latest from us, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Busy People Podcast. Join us next time for another enlightening conversation because you're never too busy to learn something new.